Hello and welcome to the Mythical Storytelling Podcast. I'm your host and storyteller, Shinjan. I've always been fascinated by the myths and the stories behind those myths in cultures throughout the world. So if you, like me, are interested in exploring these stories behind the myths, then this is the right podcast for you. So without further ado, let's start with today's story. Today's story is called Phyton. Today's story is brought to you by Holiday Whisperers, your bespoke and personal holiday planner. Visit holidaywhisperers.co.uk today for all the help you need and want to plan your next holiday. And the best part is that it's completely free. So get onto that website now to plan your next holiday. Right, let's get on with the story. Phaethon Phaethon was the child of Helios, the sun god. One could see the glint of the sun's rays in his bright yellow hair and feel its warmth in the flash of his eyes. He was so full of life and energy that it was a pleasure to watch him. When he was playing with the other boys in the village, if they threw stones, it was Phaethon who could throw the farthest. If they ran races, Phaethon was always reached the goal first, and it was the same in all their other sports. Although these boys could not beat Phaethon in their games, they could say rude things to him. And one day, because they wished to get the better of him in some way, they all met him with a chorus of taunts and sneering words. Among other things, they said that he was not the child of Helios. And this hurt Phaethon very much, for he had always thought it a glorious thing to feel that the god of the great shining sun was his father. The next morning, as he lay under a tree, gazing steadfastly at the sun, he thought he could see the sun god Helios driving his golden chariot across the sky. What a fine thing it would be, he said to himself, if I, boy as I am, could drive that splendid chariot. Then the boys would believe that I am really the child of the sun god. The thought had no sooner entered his head than he set out to go to the country where the sun rises. It was a long journey, but at last he saw the golden palace of the sun god, and then, as he came nearer, he saw Helios himself sitting on a throne with a crown on his head, while the hours and the days stood around him, ready to do his bidding. The crown that Helios wore was the most wonderful crown that was ever seen. It was set thick with precious stones of the most dazzling kind. In fact, these stones were so bright that they cast rays of light all around, and whoever looked at them long was sure to be almost blinded. Even Phaethon's eyes could not long bear the brightness of the crown, so he stood well back from it and told Helios who he was and what the boys had said. Then he asked, if there were not some way by which his playmates could be made to believe that he was really the child of the sun. Helios took off his crown so that Phaethon could come nearer, and then he promised to grant any wish that the boy should make. This was a great favor, and Phaethon would not have received it if he had not been a true child of the sun. Phaethon clapped his hands in triumph, for he thought that now he might have his wish. The hours were already bringing out the golden chariot of the sun, and it seemed almost as bright as the crown of Helios. 
Python asked instantly if he might not drive this chariot for one day. Helios was troubled at hearing such a wish as this, but he had promised, and the gods could not break their promises. Accordingly, when the Ars brought out the horses and made everything ready, he was obliged to let Phaethon take the reins. The horses of the sun were powerful animals, as fiery in their temper as any creature that ever lived, even in those days of fire-breathing bulls and dragons. They seemed to be made of fire inside, and they reared and plunged and champed their bits in a way that would have thoroughly frightened most boys. But Phaethon, remembering that he was a child of the sun, gladly took his place in the chariot. The four horses started off at a gallop, and Phaethon was so light that the chariot was tossed back and forth as if it had been empty. The horses were frightened at once. They left the right path around the world and began to run wildly, swerving first one way and then another. Phaethon now saw, when it was too late, that he was too young to drive such horses. They grew more and more excited and sparks of fire began to fly from their nostrils. The chariot too, as it was carried faster and faster through space, began to grow brighter and hotter. As the horses and chariot came close to the earth, mountain tops took fire and began to smoke. They came closer yet, rivers were dried up, and many many miles of forest land and green meadows were scorched and became like a desert. In some countries too, the heat was so great that the people of those countries were turned to a dark color. It looked as if the whole world might be burned up. By this time, Python was terrified indeed, for his own hair was on fire. But he did not know what to do. Jupiter, looking down from Mount Olympus, saw that the world was in great danger. Then suddenly came a terrible clap of thunder and Phaethon fell from the chariot down, straight down like a falling star into the broad river Eradunus. Oh, so poor Python! Though a true child of the sun failed in trying to drive his father's fairy chariot, perhaps he would never have attempted so daring a deed had it not been for the unkind taunts of his playfellows. There are some things which even the children of sun cannot do. His sisters, the Heliades, wept for him on the banks of the Eridanus till at last they were changed into large trees and their tears, continuing to fall into the water from the branches of the trees, became drops of clear amber. Thank you for listening to today's story. I hope you have enjoyed it. If you have any thoughts or comments, you can reach out to me on my Twitter. My handle is blabberingshin or you can email me at iamshinjan at gmail.com. So that is I-A-M-S-H-I-N-J-A-N at gmail.com. Please subscribe to my podcast if you've liked my work and don't forget to share it with your friends and family. I look forward to entertaining you with more mythical stories like this going forward. Adios. Thank you.